Hi. I like freedom of speech. I like expression of speech. And I verbally express myself freely. If you like that, then you're my kind of person. But if you're under the age of, well, uh, 13 really, or 12 in some countries, um, then you are too young to be listening to this because this is an explicit show. I would say go watch Disney, but I don't think that Disney is very good anymore. You probably should watch something else. Just watch nature. Go watch the leaves or something. Watch the grass grow. It's fun, I swear. Why do you think it's a term? Try it out. Don't hate it until you try it. God. Yeah, you're too young to have a phone. Skedaddle. Come back when you're older. In fact, come back when you're 30. Because this show is that explicit. If you're under the age of 30, then get out of here. What are you doing still listening? No? Are you 30 yet? No, I can't tell. But still, principle of the matter. 30 is the age, I say. Right. Yay, yay. You are listening to Sass. Starseed's Angel Savant Syndrome. With your host, with the least ego. Don't don't laugh. I'm not joking. God, don't be so mean. I have feelings, you know. Actually, I do. I have a lot of feelings, and and I don't understand what in the heck is up with everybody else. Not everybody else, but so many people. everybody has feelings, right? I think. But like, they just don't seem to care. Like, some people don't care so much as others. I believe that the only thing that's different between a knowledgeable person and a wise person and um, a not-so-wise person is care. sleep so if you could share with them your wisdom and understanding and share the show too so that way they can gain some of my wisdom and understanding and you know I don't think that it's so egotistical or self-deluded to refer to one's own wisdom and understanding in fact I think that it's a level of responsibility at some point in some cases like this right now because you you can only be to a certain extent of um, responsible if you step up to claim it if you step up to be it like nobody's gonna want to be a politician if they don't have to actually that's the funny thing is that you know people are either born into politicians or forced into being a politician or they join and become a politician because they don't want to, but nobody else is doing the thing that they want that they want to happen, which is generally if they don't, you know, 
really want to be a politician, then it's generally that it's a thing that has to get done. I believe that Trump literally did not want to be president, but he had to. I do follow some of the Q3, not all. I have seen enough to see that at least the beginning part. I don't know about what's going on now, so I can't speak for that. But at least the beginning part. <coughs> it was too much to say was false or farce or trickery. It was a lot of self-sacrifice if it was trickery. But where are we now? Where do we stand now? Thank you for joining me. Following is a recording of a Loom presentation I made on YouTube. If you want to watch it, go to Hecka Much Magazine YouTube channel. That's Hecka, H-E-C-K-A, Much, M-U-C-H, Magazine. You can type that after the YouTube, no spaces. And the YouTube URL, I mean, youtube.com slash Hecka Much Magazine, and it will take you there. But you will have to find out what the video is, where it is. It's called, It Doesn't Exist. Or something like that. And does it exist? I don't know. No evidence has ever existed ever to say that 5G Wi-Fi is dangerous. Except for... Understand. Hopefully, this is the wake-up. Right. Now we're on to the next one. I switched over from Awesome Screenshot to Loom because Awesome Screenshot was sucking ass. Now, here we have how false claims about 5G health risks spread into the mainstream. I'd love to find out how the false claims about 5G health risks spread into the mainstream. Because there's no evidence. How can there be these claims if there's no evidence? It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Nonsense theories about 5G. A year ago, hoax theories about the dangers of 5G had barely pierced the public's consciousness because we didn't let it, because we gaslit every single science article that ever came out, that ever said anything to the contrary of our narrative. Because if you didn't hear it from us, then it's false. Look at this, sustainable technology and development. What is this, Wi-Fi is an important threat? It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Open health, this doesn't exist. This doesn't exist at all. This is not a PDF environmental research. Very well documented document at all. It does not say it has impact on the brain and sperm count quality or pulsation and polarization and synchronization of the culmination activation at all. What is this? Wi-Fi is a wireless network involving at least one Wi-Fi antenna? No, it's not, because that doesn't exist. This doesn't exist. In this way, each such wireless communication device can communicate wirelessly with the internet. No, it doesn't, because this doesn't exist. All the studies reviewed here were of Wi-Fi using the 2.4 gigahertz band, although there is a 5GHZ band reserved for possible Wi-Fi use. Not, because this doesn't exist. What is this? 
1971-72 U.S. Office of Naval Medical Research Study reported the following changes related to testes or sperm. No, and that's not a link going to the study at all because it doesn't exist. These are not citations to any any cite, cited citers citing, not at all. Those are not scientific anythings. These are not saying cellular DNA damage. That doesn't say neuropsychiatric changes, including EEG. That doesn't say sperm testicular damage, male infertility. That does not say oxidative stress. That does not say lowered ability to distinguish familiar from novel objects changes in goblin. I don't even know what that says, so it doesn't say it. This does not say apatopalapatopososis. It doesn't. Literally. Calcium overload. Fuck. <laughs> this does not say microRNA expression. And this does not say anything. These are not citations. This is not a 146-page review published by Tilgox and Gordon in 1973. This is not a fucking... 1715 uh, thing saying about the overload which was shown to be caused as a substantial effect by increased TRP. I don't even know what the fuck that is, but it doesn't say it. This is not EMF exposure to oxidative stress because that doesn't exist. It's made up. Uh, Wi-Fi and other wireless communication are pulsed leading to larger biological impacts. No, there's no impacts. This needs to be crossed out right there. That's wrong. It doesn't exist. These are not citations at all. That's not a citation. That's not a citation. Let's click it. Let's see if it's a citation, actually. Because I, I want to see this. Okay, so this is the citation. Interesting. Let's, let's look that up, too, actually. We should look it up, too, huh? Because I don't know what the fuck that is at all. It's probably just a bunch of words. Probably doesn't really exist. Because it doesn't exist. None of these because there's no evidence at all, ever. This probably is just some fucking cartoon or some shit. No, no, that's not a fucking government fucking website leading to a fucking thing that is exactly saying exactly what it fucking said. Because it doesn't exist. Nope. Let's click that off. I'm going to exit that shit because it doesn't exist. There's no evidence that states it at all, ever, ever. What is this? Is this even in correct alphabetical order? Is it? Yes. But it doesn't exist. What is this shit? Penagabalas? What? This pattern of action is particularly important because all wireless communication devices, including Wi-Fi, communicate via pulsations and are likely to be particularly dangerous as a consequence of this. Nope. Doesn't exist. What is that? Oh shit, more shit? That's more shit. Let's click on that shit. See what that shit says. Probably shit that doesn't exist. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Kindawi. Journals. Oh, it's a journal. Oh, so you think because you can write a journal that it's all fucking scientific? Oh, shit. That's scientific. That is hella scientific. Fucking A. Look at that. More fucking shit to cite. Look at this. I'm going to fucking download this citation because it doesn't exist. None of this shit does. It doesn't exist at all in any fucking thing. None of it does. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even really need to download this because it doesn't exist. It's not going to take up any space on my hard drive anyway, so I might as well just download it right I might as well. Even though this is taking go. Oh crap. More shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. They caught me. Oh shit. Privacy preference center. When you because we gotta measure the amount of shit that doesn't exist that you're reading. That's nice. I don't give a fuck. 
you have nothing. You have nothing on fucking the mainstream narrative. Denial, denial, denial. See, if you ever have to look at something and you don't really want to look, just click on the little X there. That's the, that's the one. Oh, look at this shit. Magras and Xenos, what the fuck? What are we, like, worshipping fucking Greek fucking mythology here? It's, mytholo- it's Greek mythology. It doesn't exist. That's what it is. That's what all this is. It's just mythology. That's what they're trying. They're trying to trick you with all this Greek mythology shit. It doesn't exist. EMF effects are often cumulative and irreversible. <laughs> okay. I think I know what's up. Look, see, they're trying to trick you with all these numbers and shit. And all these citations of all these scientific articles of really horrible things that really just sound really bad. Look at that. Dysfunction in mice. Mutilational. Cumulative. Oh, man. That's just... That's... What kind of sick... Sick people think of these kinds of things. Wi-Fi and other EMFs may be particularly damaging to young people? How do you know that? Most arguments that have been made that microwave frequency EMFs may be much more damaging to young children have centered on the much smaller skulls and skull thickness in young children, increasing the exposure of their brains to EMF. Yeah, that makes sense. Actually, that's the resonant resonant factor, right? Whenever you have a spherical object and you have a frequency of some sort, the resonance will build energy towards the center. You can see this by microwaving grapes. Imagine if it was a cell. Huh, I wonder if cells are also spherical. I wonder if they have resonance factors to do with that. Not, because they don't exist. None of it does. Cells don't exist. This guy, Balievit Al, 2009 study doesn't exist. Because such stem cells don't exist. They don't. None of it does. In fact, science doesn't exist. It's all Greek mythology. Look at this shit. How do EMF exposures lead to non-thermal health impacts? They don't. Because there's none. That There's none of this. This entire thing needs to be rewritten. Completely rewritten. Until there's only ands, ins, ofs, ats, and fors. Maybe a the. Estrogen. Pfft. Now you're getting all feminist on us. Jesus. Alright. How can the Wi-Fi effects be produced by EMF-triggered BGCC activation? I got the answer for that. You can't. Because it doesn't exist. Other proposed biophysical mechanisms. Look at that shit. Look at all this shit. Somebody went through a lot of hard work drawing all these lines for no reason at all they just threw a bunch of shit on there these this this is obviously fake somebody should fact check this they should fact check this i don't like it it smells it smells of mythology peroxenile right see see we should we should check this we should have all of our top scientists on this right now in fact if we could debunk this i bet you That'll shut them up for good. That'll shut up all of the naysayers that are trying to say that the evidence exists. If we could just debunk this one picture, that'll debunk all of these. All of this. All of this shit. Debunk it all. Yes. Over and out. Happy Halloween. Okay, it's not Halloween yet, but it is coming tomorrow. And actually, 
I noticed that on Halloween, the Egyptian temple in San Jose is hosting the ballots for voting. And that Egyptian temple just happens to be the Rosicrucian largest um, order, I guess, meeting, meeting place. It's the largest Rosicrucian meeting place in the world, right in my town. Isn't that something? Now, I've heard about them a lot, and I remember a couple years back I was reading one of their magazines from, from like, 1910 or something. Rosicrucian. Yeah, I was reading an article that actually Madame Blavatsky had written. Long time ago, hundred years ago. Amazing, right? The festival of Samhain. It's actually pronounced Samhain, but you know, you could say it however you want because the old traditions are dead. Heck. Our own traditions are dead. And we lost our history ages ago to the devil. And the lies. It could be said that everything evil comes from lies and ignorance. Therefore, Satan is dumbass. I don't truly believe in all that. And actually, Samhain was a god, god of the, uh, the dead, but it was not a celebration of that God. No. Halloween came from a simple farmer's tradition. You see, it used to get very cold over there, very cold. When winter came, well, not everybody would always survive. Sometimes families would starve. So it brought people together. Because in unison, things were easier. And that's what we find in harsh times that when we come together, that's when life gets easier. Us, an incredibly brave, amazing doctor. And I'm, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself, please. And thank you so much for doing this. Okay, my name is Dr. Christiane Northrup. I'm a board-certified OBGYN physician trained at Dartmouth Medical School, Tufts New England Medical Center. I'm a former clinical professor of OBGYN at the University of Vermont College of Medicine. I'm the author of three New York Times best-selling books. This COVID vaccine, can mm -hmm. you tell us what we do know about it and what you, from your experience, fear for the people that may take it? Yes, there's never been a vaccine like this. It's an RNA vaccine. It is uh, what's called a trans-infection. It will fundamentally change people's DNA. And what I don't like about it even more than the usual thing about the toxic uh, metals that are in vaccines that make our bodies literally into an antenna with 5G, uh, this one has the usual um, non-human DNA. 
like, you know, monkeys, maybe fetal cells, pigs, whatever. And so it begins to make us what's called chimers, C-H-I-M-E-R, in, introducing non-human DNA into our bodies. What is worse, though, is that um, there is a patent and work that they've done at MIT to make a dye, and the patent of the dye is called luciferase, and under a light, you'd be able to see who was vaccinated, who wasn't. And the deal is to store your biometric information, because this vaccine will have nanoparticles, nanocrystalline uh, particles that are actually little robots, and they like little antennas. And they will have the ability to take your biometric data, not only your vaccine record, but your breathing, your heart rate, your activities, sexual activities, drugs that you're taking, where you travel, all of that, and then take that data and store it in the cloud. What's even more concerning is that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation on March 26, 2020, applied for a patent, patent number 060606, to take that biometric data give you a barcode and connect each of us to cryptocurrency so that we would become literally um, slaves to the system. Like everything, it would be the end of privacy, the end of freedom, because who gets the data? Who uses the data and what do they do with it? So this, this patent to connect the vaccinated to cryptocurrency, making all humans a commodity, is extremely concerning and everyone should be concerned given that this is a virus from which 99.9% of people recover. So I would ask, why do we need anything like this? Because it goes far beyond um, those uh, pandemics of old, smallpox and so on. This is very different. The, the plan here is to vaccinate the entire world. And the narrative that we're being sold is, Things will not go back to normal until everyone is vaccinated. Because until we get almost everybody vaccinated uh, globally, we still won't be fully back to normal. Did you know that you can leave a message to be on the show? That's right, you can. If you go to the show's description, on whatever platform you're listening to this on, and mind you, it does host on many platforms. This SAS podcast, Starseeds Angels Savant Syndrome, hosts on many platforms, as most podcasts do these days. Well, if you look in the description for the show, you'll find a link to message us. You can leave a, leave a audio recording for the show and be on air not live but you can ask a question or leave a statement heck this show is explicit and it's rated explicit so you can even swear you can swear at me if you want and roast me and that's perfectly fine I welcome anybody to say anything that they want, and that's freedom of speech, how it should be. I I don't know if there's a time limit on the audio recording that you're allowed to uh, record with, but uh, try to keep it a little bit short, I'd say at least under like half an hour, if that's okay with you. But yes, please do. Message and be on the show. You can do so anonymously. Perfectly fine. Music time.
out of us? vaccines on the childhood uh, schedule contain monkey kidney cells? Uh, well, the polio vaccine uh, does. Are you aware of any simian, monkey, viruses, meaning viruses that come from primates, that contaminated polio vaccines and infected individuals receiving the polio vaccine? Yes, SV40. And what does SV40 stand for? Simian virus 40. Okay. Was it the 40th simian virus found? Is that yes. why it's called? Are you aware of any virus from any animal other than simian or bovine that is in any vaccine? Yes. Uh, there's a, a pig virus uh, present in uh, one of the rotavirus vaccines, uh, circovirus. Do any of the vaccines in the childhood vaccine schedule contain blood serum from calves? or other bovines? Uh, calf serum is removed before uh, the vaccine is used because you don't want to uh, sen uh, um, sensitize the vaccine to, uh, to cows. What is this? Uh, vaccine excipient and media summary. Can you go to Kinrix on the first page? Yes. DTAP IPV. Do you see in the third line down it says calf serum. Do any vaccines on the childhood schedule contain embryonic guinea pig cell cultures? Varicella uh, vaccine was passaged in guinea pig cells. Do you know if any vaccines contain cow's milk in it? Derived from oh, cow's well, milk? Oh, well, it could be. Uh, casein, for example, could be. If there was casein in the vaccine, the child could become sensitized to that, correct? Well, I'm not sure about that. You're not sure um, anymore about that? Do any vaccines contain egg protein? Oh, yes, influenza. Do any vaccines contain gelatin from pigs? Uh, yes. Do any vaccines in the childhood vaccine schedule contain human albumin? Oh, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is human albumin? Human albumin is part of human serum. 
part of the blood that is liquid. Right. None of it remains in the final product. I don't believe so, no. Because yeah, that could be problematic, right? Well, it could be. I mean, if, uh, if the uh, individual is not, not healthy. Or, or if maybe some of the human blood components bind to some of the aluminum and develop antibodies, self-antibodies, correct? If they develop antibodies against a serum component, that would not be good. Do any vaccines on the childhood vaccine schedule contain MRC5 human diploid cells? Yes, rubella, uh, varicella, hepatitis A. What are MRC5 cells? They are human fibroblast uh, cell strain. They were created by uh, taking uh, fetal tissue and um, uh, from a particular uh, fetus that was uh, aborted uh, by maternal choice uh, and the cells, uh, the so-called fibroblast cells, were cultivated. Do any vaccines on the childhood vaccine schedule contain WI38 human diploid lung fibroblasts? Well, they used to, but I don't think anything is made in those cells anymore. If you could turn to page three for MMR and MMRV, do you see that within the ingredient list that lists WI38 human diploid lung fibroblasts? Uh, yes, I do see that. Uh, isn't it true that human DNA in vaccines is typically purposely fragmented? Yes, and I would say mostly um, for theoretical reasons, doesn't want to uh, put uh, DNA uh, into uh, intact DNA uh, into vaccines. You familiar with insertional mutagenesis? Yes. Do you have any study to show that injecting millions of pieces of human DNA into babies and children is safe? The only studies are all the safety studies that have been done on vaccines. Okay. Wasn't the purpose of this study to help develop a human cell line or to support the use of human cell lines in the creation of vaccines? The idea was to study the uh, cell strains from fetuses to determine whether or not they could be used to make vaccines. This study involved 74 fetuses. Yeah, 76. 76. Mm -hmm. And uh, these fetuses uh, were th all three months or older when aborted, correct? Yes. Okay. What organs did you harvest from these fetuses? Well, I didn't personally harvest any, but uh, a, a whole range of uh, tissues were harvested. Um, by uh, co-workers. Okay. And these pieces were then cut up into little pieces, right? Yes. And they were cultured? Yes. Okay. Um, some of the pieces of the fetuses were pituitary gland that were, that were chopped up into pieces to, mm -hmm. okay, included the lung of the fetuses? Yes. Okay. Included the skin? Yes. Kidney? Yes. Spleen? Yes. Heart? Yes. And, and tongue? <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't recall, but yeah, probably yes. Are you aware that the one of the uh, objections to vaccination by the plaintiff in this case is the inclusion of aborted fetal tissue in the development of vaccines and the fact that it's actually part of the ingredients of vaccines? Yeah, I'm aware of those objections. The okay. uh, Catholic Church has actually issued a document on that which says that individuals who need the vaccines should receive the vaccines regardless of the fact and that, uh, that uh, I, I think it implies that I am the individual who will go to hell because of the use of aborted tissues, which do, I am glad do you know if, to do. Okay. Do you know if the mother is Catholic? I have no idea. Okay. Um, so but she should consult her priest. Do you believe that someone can have a valid religious objection to refusing a vaccine? No. Do you take issue with religious beliefs? Yes. Okay. Uh, you have said that, quote, vaccination is always under attack by religious zealots who believe that the will of God includes death and disease? Yes. You stand by that statement? I absolutely do. Okay. Are you an atheist? Yes. Okay. Do you accept that some people hold religious beliefs that are inherently unprovable? Uh, yes, I'm sure they do.
When you were a child, what vaccines did you receive? <laughs> uh, diphtheria. Uh, well, uh, uh, in childhood, I, I think it was probably only diphtheria. So if you know me, then you know that I am pretty hardcore. I've always been hardcore. Like a firecracker made out of something extremely hardcore. Like nuclear. Like a nuclear firecracker. Like a nuclear bomb. Recently, I sent a tip to my police department. I know I'm not a snitch because I didn't take part in the illegal thing, so that means that I'm actually doing something sincere. I don't like that word snitch because it's, it's like somebody goes to turn in information because there was a crime done. A crime by default. Well, I guess not entirely every single time, but, but generally a crime is something against the community. Like, why would you be against the community? It's fucked up. No, unless the community is evil. That's a different story. In any case, I had to warn them because they don't seem to be really knowing in the know. I will be playing some of that soon. Some of the video that I turned in when I sent to them. Because you should hear it. You really should. Now, in that message, I realized I've got a lot of credentials. I've done a lot this year. I've got uh, 7.5 college credits that um, for physicians courses to be a physician I've um, let's see I bought a lot of uh, stocks stocks in ISE media network and became a member lifetime member also became a lifetime member of Dr. Rashid Batar's um, what was it IADA uh, AW or something? I think. That's what it was. I'm all a member. I don't even know what it's called. It's got five, you know, um, five letter acronyms. Like, it's a five letter acronym. That's too much. I've also joined the Rosicrucians, actually, not long ago. But one of my mentors is a very, very good friend. I, I, I don't know what you call it, graduated or something, maybe? Graduated, I guess. Um, the OTO. Yeah, you know, it's a, another faction. There's that. Uh, oh, I also joined um, the, uh, the thing with Robert Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, Children's Health um, Defense Network, yeah. Children's Health Defense Network. It's a anti-vax. Well, not really anti-vax. He's not anti-vax. I'm not anti-vax. What it is is it's, it's like cereal. Okay, imagine that Kellogg's started putting toxic shit in their cereal. It's like, are you anti-cereal? No, right? You just don't want the fucking toxic shit in it, right? You want it to be perfectly fine. Same with vaccines. It's like, no, I'm not anti the vaccine like that is such a strawman argument strawman fallacy we're anti-stupidity that's just how it is you know it's really ridiculous how people look away from the things that are uncomfortable it's like okay so just because something happens and it makes you uncomfortable that means that it's false like no look at the data that's what science is, right? Science is data. You look at the data. Stop being emotionally involved. You know, 
that's what denial is. Denial is where you deny the existence of something. I believe it's the thing about responsibility and dignity. There's just way too much evidence. It's it's insane. And and the thing is, is that like, dude, like the courts like have paid out what eighty million? I don't even know. Maybe billion. Let's ask Google. Hey, Google. How much has the courts paid out in money to vaccine damages? As of October 2019, $4.2 billion in compensation, not including attorney fees and costs, has been awarded. Filing a claim with the Court of Federal Claims requires a $250 filing fee, which can be waived for those unable to pay. <clears throat> yeah, they have a separate court for that because they made it um they made it so that way you can't they're not liable. They're not really liable. Like they could they could kill anybody really with the vaccine and not be liable at all. They don't have to pay you at all. That's um sanction um 42 US code 300 AA Dash twenty-two. Did you hear that? That's forty-two U.S. Code three zero zero AA dash twenty-two. Look it up. I got a song about that. Remember that on the ukulele? That was fun. Yeah, federal vaccine court quietly pays out billions. This was on December 12, 2018. An obscure program that has judged vaccine injury and death claims for. Yada yada, injury and death claims for three decades while rarely drawing much attention. Yeah, they don't exactly advertise that, but they should, right? You'd figure that would be sincerity. I can't believe there's people out there that actually believe that vaccines don't kill people and haven't harmed anybody. That's ridiculous. Insane, really. It's literally insane. It's denial. It's psychological denial. And I know this is Halloween, but it's supposed to be when the dead come here to talk to us <laughs> and to reconnect. It's not supposed to be the other way around. Just saying. Just because Sauron was the god of the dead for the Celtic does not mean that, like, we go... And Go home with them. <laughs> no, no, no. Now is a time between realms. There's been many cases of people seeing things. And a few cases of people dreaming about lost loved ones. And it's going to be happening. Of course. It has a lot to do with the electromagnetic energy in the air. Things align. Do let me know if you see anything blue shaded from your peripheral. I don't really see anything. I used to when I was a kid. But that's a good thing that I don't, right? This way I can stay somewhat sane. But I also, I don't sleep in the dark. I don't, I don't like the dark. Because that's when I see things. <laughs> yeah, okay, you caught me. I do see things, only in the dark. My mind plays tricks on me, that's what it is. 
That's what I tell myself, at least. I gotta be somewhat sane. It has to be my mind. Because, I mean, I'm a lucid dreamer. I'm a very good lucid dreamer. I've got a very vast imagination. If I close my eyes, I can imagine a structure with color, the form I can I can create in my mind. Almost, um, almost vivid, as though it's the same thing, but not quite. I would say it's a different way. It's a different kind of form. This way I could tell, like, the difference, you know. Otherwise, that would suck. <laughs> Damn. But, you know, I mean, actually, really, that's what people do a lot. We make up things in our mind and we run with it. And we believe that that's the way things are. That's how a lot of things work, really. Um, and the things that we don't understand or don't know how to comprehend, we don't see. You know, it, when Christopher Columbus came to America and the Native Americans were at the shore and they saw the ships, it was reported that half of them could not see the ships, even though there were three giant ships on the horizon coming closer and closer. Giant flags, or not flags, but sails. And flags. And they were shouting, hey, 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 you know, so happy to see the land and the people. Yet half of the Native Americans there could not see the ships at all. The same thing in Hawaii with Captain Cook. When Captain Cook came to Hawaii, it was reported that although a lot of the islanders did see the ships, it, w it was found out that half of them couldn't couldn't see maybe it wasn't exactly half but it was a number some of them just couldn't see the ships because how do you see something so different than you're used to you know how do you understand something that you are in denial of looking at that's the nature of denial you don't want to look at it but just because you're in denial doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Just because you're in denial doesn't mean that it isn't right in front of your face. In fact, maybe that's what the walls are. And maybe the festival of Saturn really could be any day you want. If you just drop the walls. Thank you for joining me. Happy Halloween. Uomao ke ea oka aina ikapono. O humanity.